you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. We are thrilled to have one of our favorite stews of the sea. We have Oriana Schnepp from Below Deck Adventure joining us. She is hot off a Watch What Happens live appearance. We are excited to dive in. Oriana, welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to sit down and talk with you both. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's. I'm ready to. I know. Let's dive in. Um, Okay. Yeah, right. I know it's. I hate when I do that. It's just so hard. <laughs> so cheesy. Um, all right. First question. What made you decide to do below deck and to agree to let these cameras follow you around a crazy season? No, great first question. And not to continue the cheesy lines, but definitely <laughs> because I love adventure. It was something that was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I never thought I was going to be able to do something like that. And, you know, I have such a passion for the marine world and for yachting. Um, I couldn't say no. Your passion like comes through. Like we actually talked to Captain Carey and he was like, you are so career driven. So like career focused and like your commitment and dedication, like as viewers, we see it. And it's like really, it's really fun watching people like do something that it just seems like you were like born to do and just following your passion. Oh, guys. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Nice to hear. So it, it means a lot. Okay. We have to know a little bit more about your hidden talent because not very many people in this world can say that they are stilt walkers. Like this is amazing. <laughs> you did some deep investigation yeah. <laughs> into the, the world, Mariana. <laughs> I am a stilt walker. When I was little, I definitely had uh, unusual passions. Uh, being in the circus was one of them. So I stilt walked and made balloon animals. So if you guys are ever looking for a balloon dog for your children's birthdays, for example, uh, hit me up. I got you. I mean, I, my, um, I just had a baby in July. So when he's one, we'll just have you come out and be the balloon artist. Yeah. Easy. Done. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> See, I am career driven. Yeah. You were have all sorts of careers, multifaceted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. What is, I love asking this question for anybody who is involved in below deck. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen on a press sheet? On a press sheet. That's a great question. I think one of the weirdest things, and it's quite simplistic, but blueberries, I think that like just having such an like routine and needing, you know, the same foods every morning and kind of like being so happy with something so simple is really both admirable, but also like you know, you kind of take a step back. You're like, wow. All right. You have, you can ask for anything, 
and you ask for, you know, what you love. And I think that things like that are really cool. That's really sweet. I would have, if it's me on a boat, I'm going to be like, I want caviar. I want like, I would be like, yeah, we definitely get all of that. Right. So it's refreshing when we get someone who's just like, I'm going to be down to earth today. This is what I like. Yeah. That's awesome. Blueberries. Who would have thought? Okay. (laughs) When watching this show for me, um, because we're moms, we don't get a lot of sleep. And so when I'm watching you guys, in those cabins, I'm like, how can they possibly sleep? And your job is so demanding. You're up early. You're on your feet. You're busy. Like you need good sleep. What's the secret to sleeping in those cabins? Honestly, we're so exhausted. It could have been like a duvet at the Ritz, like I mean, a duvet. <laughs> again, like you yeah. know, pillows and stuff at the Ritz. Like you, you don't even realize where you are. And kind of like any new transition, right? When you go to a new apartment or when you kind of change homes, you become accustomed to your surroundings, and that becomes familiar, and that becomes your comfort. Um, eye masks were awesome, but, um, you're really just exhausted and the rocking of the boat, I guess kind of helps a bit, but yeah, I would just, that's true. I guess when you're really tired, but I'm like, gosh, those beds are so small. And like, if you like, they can up out of bed, trust me, take it from an expert. They can fit too. Oh, (laughs) I love it. Uh, so before joining below deck adventure, had you watched any of the housewife franchises? So I briefly watched a couple, um, you know, I, I love Bravo. I've seen a bunch of different shows. Um, Housewives is one that I kind of became in and out of just because there's so many of them. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Well, that leads us into our next question. Did you know who Heather Gay was before she stepped aboard? I knew who she was. I didn't know how iconic she would be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. That sounds almost like a tagline. Yeah. Like- <laughs> No, I mean, she, cause right. You hear about these people and you know, you don't, you kind of picture them, right. You picture them being glamorous and just uh, stunning and, you know, so present. Um, and, but she was above and beyond. It was such a pleasure to have her on board. She just seems so like normal and like down to earth was that, I mean, yes. Yeah. That too. Like, I think one morning I served her coffee on the bow and we were just talking for a little bit. And I was like, I'm talking to Heather Gay. Did she give you any advice? Like, okay, like you're about to be on TV. This is how your life's going to change. Or was it more just casual conversation? I think the advice that I keep hearing from, you know, Heather and, and a lot of other people is, you know, overcome your nerves and be yourself. And then it's kind of, you know, up to the universe, right? Um, and it's always very difficult to come to terms with how people might view you as authentic you. Um, or especially if you make mistakes, you kind of just, that's you, right. For better or worse. Um, but being confident with that and owning it and not trying to be anyone else. Did she tell you how she got a black eye on Salt Lake? <laughs> what did she tell <laughs> me to admit that? <laughs> Could you imagine if I dropped the tea? I do yeah. not know how Heather Gay got her black eye. <laughs> that would be, I mean, like that would be a headline. Like you heard it that here would first. Be a headline. Yeah. We all would have to go on Andy Cohen and talk about it. Yeah. yeah there no, we go. That- I just, I just had to ask because you hear Heather Gay and Black Eye. Those are synonymous these days. Um, I'm curious. So you have Chief Stew experience. How would you rank Faye as a Chief Stew? I know the epaulets, um, that seems to be, it feels like an issue that could have been avoided had you just gone in with the two um, stripes. So what are your thoughts regarding that? And how would you rank her as a Chief Stew? Yeah. So, I mean, I have so much respect for Faye. The job is not easy you know, adding the element of adventure, like the additional excursions makes it really difficult. Um, I do have to say, though, being honest, like 
it kind of was really, that was a hard situation for me to be in. I was really unaware of like her perspective of the epaulets. You know, it was disappointing to hear that she talked behind my back to Casey about it. And I really wish that she would have just came to me directly um, instead of me having to be proactive and confront her on the battle. Um, So I I do wish that, you know, she was able to communicate better with me. Um, But, you know, everyone has strengths and weaknesses. It's not easy. It's not something that, you know, comes naturally and it's not a comfortable thing to do to go up to somebody and confront them about something. Um, But yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. It could have been completely avoided. um, And in no way did I from my perspective, right, um, intentionally order that behind her back. But I also do see why she thinks that I, that from her side, it could have happened like that. Good, good answer. Okay, here's our next question regarding someone else on the boat. So her energy is really red. Um, the colors that you're giving me today, I'm feeling a very blue, a very calming energy. Um, so I just see a lot of blue in you. But all jokes aside, is would you ever work with Casey again? Because I, you know, hearing your story, um, you hired her, you kind of brought her into this world, and she's been, you know, chirping away. So I'm curious if you would. If you'd ever work with her again. all the accents. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I hired Casey probably three years ago now, four years ago, as sort of a pseudo favor, if you will, to one of my chief friends, mutual friends with her. And typically you don't hire completely green crew for the position that I hired her for because it was a very fast paced four day charter. So you kind of come on, flip the boat, guests come on, leave. Um. I thought that everything was great. I mean, she asked me for a letter of recommendation after we stayed in touch. I gave her kind of advice. I helped her, you know, get her in contact with people for new positions. Um, so there's really no indication that that was such a memorable experience for her. Um, it definitely was not for me. Um, and it was really disheartening to kind of hear the lack of respect that she has. Um, for me, respect is something that, of course, is earned. Um, But it's also something that you shouldn't take away lightly. And the amount of time that Casey and I spent together, I don't think is indicative of really knowing who somebody is. Um, So maybe that's, maybe I did do something that, you know, rubbed her completely the wrong way. Um, But again, it comes down to communication, right? I was excited to see her and work with her um, on this season. And it's been really hard to kind of listen to that and, and deal with kind of what she actually feels about me. No, I could imagine. And it sounds like she's also just a completely different person. Like you mentioned the accents, like she would call her Dorit. (laughs) Yeah, no, really. I mean, she'd do great on Housewives. (laughs) I was just like, okay, this is interesting. Um, I'm curious. Being authentic, right? Like you don't need an accent if you are confident with who you are. Like just be yourself. I loved working with her when I met the, you know, cute little girl from Seattle. So would you work with her again? I mean, Great question. I'm trying to avoid answering. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. No, we'll I leave it at that. I definitely would. I she was she was fine to her. I would absolutely work there again. That's good to know. I'm curious to know what your relationship with Lewis is like today. Um, you guys had a little, you know, a moment, if you will. I'm oh, not sure yeah. that a moment. Um, I noticed you weren't following him on Instagram. So I'm just curious if where you guys are today. Yeah. Great stalking. (laughs) I am. Yeah. I mean, Lewis and I are friends. Um, That's something that is kind of in the past for me. I'm in a new relationship now. um, And, you know, 
he's a great guy, Lewis. We ended on great terms, but you know, kind of life goes on and I have other, other things that I'm yeah focusing on now. Got it. Other fish in the sea. Um, sorry. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep the like (laughs) cheesy puns going. I want to, I want to know in the below deck, um, community, have you connected with other, um, of the yachties who are kind of brought into this world in this bubble? Like who's been the most helpful to you or provided the best advice or who are you close to? I mean, Sandy's a given, right. When we met, um, probably like a month or two ago, well, maybe actually three months ago, she's just been my rock. And it's been so incredible. Carrie's the person, you know, who's my lifeline, who I'll call, like I called, you know, before we went on with Andy Cohen, right before this. And I'm like, Carrie, like, she's got to see your face, got to say what's up. Um, But it's been incredible also to have that like female figure that I can really look up to and who's just done it. She's seen it. You know, she understands everything about yachting and everything about, you know, whatever minor Whatever big situation I'm going through, she's seen it a hundred times and it, you know, is insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Um, so really, you know, the two of them, um, I really love Chef Ben. Um, we met in Florida and we also ran into each other in Boston. Um, he was out with his girlfriend and I was out with Tiona. Um, and we were, yeah, we just kind of hit it off and had a great time. So I really loved just kind of seeing how he goes through the motions of being such an icon. Oh, I love that. Um, what is, in your opinion, you know, obviously we as viewers, we think we have a PhD in yawning, but we really don't. Um, what do you think is the biggest misconception that people may have now that you've kind of done both sides of it, not being on, you know, not being on the show and then being on the show? Yeah, I, I love those questions. I mean, I think this is, you know, true to any reality, right? And this is honestly what I grew to love about being part of reality reality TV is like, there's so many perspectives in a situation, right? And it's kind of when you're working in such close quarters, there's really no one universal truth. Um, And I love trying to figure out, you know, what is, I guess, that more holistic truth, and then kind of identifying like, where those gaps of information is from the crew, like who needs to learn what because they're not understanding the situation or, you know, is there really a fire going on in the galley that everyone's freaking out about fire being symbolic? Um, or could we kind of, you know, fix it with different communication? Um, so I think that people don't really see, I guess, the different layers all the time of what's going on, the behind the scenes. Um, it's a lot of moving pieces um, that's not able to be really shown in the amount of time that, you know, we're broadcasting on, on TV. No, that makes sense. I mean, we can't see it all. We only see a small snippet of the several hours of filming that you all do. Um, I'm always curious too, how many film, uh, in terms of the crew who's filming, because the rooms in the galley seem so small. I'm just picturing like, how many do you typically have on board? Is it like two or three guys filming or women filming? Yeah, it's, it's quite a few. I'd probably say maybe eight to 10. Um, it's generally a video guy and a sound guy. So I'll have kind of, or, or girl, um, I'll have a like dedicated team who they'll kind of move between us, but they'll, you know, follow me for a bit and we call to, you know, Faye, for example. Um, but it is a pretty big team that they have. It's an incredible, you know, really in-depth production. Um, and seeing that was also just like breathtaking because it's a ridiculously hard job to do. Um, but yeah, it's almost double having them all on board with us. 
No, I bet. I like every time I see you guys in your cabins and your bunks and I'm like, wait, there's got to be like a, <laughs> like, there, like a camera person. People in the corner watching all of the same <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's also like spot cameras and stuff, you know, throughout. Um, but yeah, you, that was one of the weird things for me getting used to that. Right. Cause I've done yachting. I'm confident in yachting. I've never had that kind of situation where people are following me around. Um, and it, you get so used to it. You kind of become, you know, friendly with them, comfortable, um, while still kind of pretending that they don't exist. Um, but it's definitely something that, yeah, you can't really prep for. How, I mean, speaking of things you can't prep for, how have you adjusted to people recognizing you? I mean, you just, you know, if you're like going out and people know who you are and they think they know you and they come up to you, I mean, it's some, sometimes I'm sure it's awesome, but it probably can be a little overwhelming. Um, so how have you adjusted to that? I mean, I'm so new to all of this. I still like, don't believe it. <laughs> we were we were walking to the studio today and someone asked to take a picture with me and I was like with me really okay great yeah I'd love that Can I take a picture yeah. with you yeah. um so it's awesome I mean it's not something that I ever really pursued right or wanted or thought that you know would be part of my life um but it's really cool to see that people are you know watching what we're doing and you know what they were making a name for yachting because that's kind of really what's important to me right like I love this world so much and being able to show it to people who might not be aware of it otherwise um, is awesome to have this opportunity. And knowing since you are so career driven, where do you see yourself in yachting? Like what would your be? I mean, I hate to be like, where do you see yourself in five years? Not that because <laughs> not that, but like what, yeah, but what are you kind of striving towards? Yeah. I mean, I loved being chief stew. It's something that, you know, I take a lot of pride in curating experiences for the guests and making sure that they're having the absolute best time of their lives. Um, and I also love making like creating crew camaraderie and dealing with problems that might, you know, seem impossible or, you know, dynamics that are, you know, at the breaking point and trying to solve those, right. Trying to find the solutions. Um, that type of environment is something that I really thrive in and I love. Um, so, you know, kind of going back into yachting as a chief stew is something that I definitely love to do. You know, I love working with Faye as seconds too as well. Um, but in, in five years from now, if, if we're going off that, um, you know, definitely back in the chief stew position. Cause I just think that there's so much that I can do to enhance guest experiences. I mean, the shot ski, I, I was like <laughs> blown away that people didn't know what a shot ski was. I, was like, I know, <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. You, you know, the creativity that went into that, um, and taking yeah. the squeegee board. So I, I think that was a good testament to what you can bring in the creativity and the brainstorming in the moment. Thank you. Yeah. And I loved like, that was kind of like, I didn't know what to do. We were on the fly. We were panicking. I was like, oh, what's going on? Entertain them. Um, I really also love setting up the obstacle course for Heather Gay's team or uh, charter and um, kind of planning that all out and making sure that all came to life. That was really fun working kind of cohesively with the deck department um, to kind of take the lead there too. That was fun. Um, how does Norway, so you probably have yachted in different areas. How does Norway compare to other places you've traveled? I love cold water yachting. Um, Alaska was probably one of the most memorable places I've been prior to Norway. Um, it's just such an incredible, surreal experience to wake up and see the fjords and kind of get that chill and look outside. And it's just, it's, it's inquisitive. It's exquisite. It's exquisite. (laughs) There we go. Um, maybe I'm, maybe I need the big accent. Um, but yeah, I absolutely loved it. You know, traveling to places like 
Alaska or the North Pole or things like that, um, or the Arctic are on my bucket list. So being able to go to Norway and be like, yeah, this is, this feels right. This feels like what's pulling me. Um, it was awesome. I didn't know it's called cold water yachting. Like that was like, <laughs> yeah, like when you sense. said that, no, I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not for everyone. Right. It's not a, you know, drinking on the beach, having a, you know, whatever pina colada. <laughs> I don't know why I just picked pina colada. I promise I can make better cocktails, more intricate cocktails, I should say. Um, but yeah, it, it attracts a different crowd, right? There's really that adventure element to it because it's not necessarily like that, like sedentary, like let's rejuvenate experience. Wow. Well, thank you, Oriana. This has been such a pleasure chatting with you and kind of getting a taste of your world and this season. Um, Below Deck Adventure has been such a fun, um, like such a fun evolution of Below Deck. Um, it's been it's really exciting for us as viewers. And I hope that we continue to see you on our screens. Thank you. Uh, so do I. <laughs> so if people aren't following you, where can they find you? Yeah. Um, so I am Oriana Schneps on Instagram. So at O-R-I-A-N-A Schneps, S-C-H-N-E-P-S. Or if you type in Oriana Below Deck, I'll pop up. Um, I'm also Bored Yachts Do on Twitter. Um, and then Oriana from Below Deck on my very poor attempt to have a TikTok. So, and LinkedIn for those professionals out there. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I love LinkedIn. I'm going to link in with you now. <laughs> I would love to link in with you. Yeah. Oh my I'll God. I'll send you a connection request. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. This has been awesome. And I know working moms, you know, busy schedules. So I really, I really do appreciate it. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too. But not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way. In a loving your whole life kind of way. In a... This workout is fun, and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy, and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at Body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.